Welcome back to episode 11 of the Amateur Adults Podcast. Hopefully not your second AA meeting of the day. My name's Hunter. My name is Jake. And uh, I guess we're diving right into it. Um, Good job on the intro, by the way. Thank you. You're thank welcome. you. Yeah. Just gotta just gotta go for it, I guess. Yeah, you um, Who's your favorite musical artist of all time? Who doesn't love music? How can we not talk about it? Who is yours? I'm surprised it took us this long to get into music, considering how big of a part it plays in both of our lives. Yeah. Um, gee, that's a hard one. I mean, it depends for me on a couple things. Like, I grew up on stuff like 80s rock and then, div- you know, divulged into other stuff, like, into my own tastes. Like, just, like, a couple of names off the top of my head would be, like, Def Leppard, um, Disturbed, like, Bring Me the Horizon. Those are probably, like, my top three of all time. But like that's like an awfully hard decision. As my family calls all three of those angry white people music, uh, and yeah, I'm the only <laughs> person in my family that tolerates it. Yeah. Um, bro, I I gotta go with J Cole. Yeah. I mean, as a musical artist, he's just phenomenal. No, he's um, good. Like I, I, I don't listen to rap that often, but he was definitely one of the ones I would listen to. Like when I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I can't think of an album that he had that wasn't a banger. I wasn't the biggest fan of KOD, but I wasn't a the, lot of people like it. I did like the message behind it, though. Yeah, no, it was a good message. I did like the message, and there were a few great songs. So yeah, no, it was a solid message. I got one of my friend's uh, uh, girlfriend because of one of those songs, uh, Photograph. It didn't last that long, but uh, at least he shot his shot. And, uh, <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. There's a Def Leppard song called Photograph. It's fire. Hmm. It's fire. There's so many songs called Photograph. We got Nickelback, Bro, too. Nickelback. Oh, my God. Why does the internet hate Nickelback? I like Nickelback. I, I understand why he was memefied. I don't even know if that's a... a I fucking like Nickelback, okay? He, Come at he has me. a couple good songs, It's but... a band. It's not just one person. Yeah. You said but, he. Because whenever <laughs> I think of a musical... Bro, like, Chad Kroger has a fucking amazing voice. Is that the I, lead singer? Yeah. I don't even know his name, so... I don't like, understand why, like... Dude, his voice is awesome. It's, it's the it's right. no it's it's good it's it's, it's, it's flirting like, with the line of that angry white people music it's like rough and like aggressive but like soft at the same time and like it just i don't know it just has a good it's good it sounds good hmm. to me hmm. well uh you know what i don't know if i appreciate all my music being categorized as angry white people music uh i think even what if, else would you categorize it as good white people music <laughs> good white people music i only know of a single Actually, I think I can only name two metal bands that are not all white. I can't name any. There's uh, Animals as Leaders. They have a black bassist. And there's this other band. What is it like? I think it's called like Silosis or something. They have a black female guitarist. Yeah, I haven't heard of either one of those. Yeah, they're pretty, just... they're pretty underground. Yeah, like, you just... wouldn't know them unless you're a metalhead like I exactly. am. Exactly. Angry white people. That's, that's, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But uh, anyways, well, that's kind of a that's kind of a weird one too. If you ever you know get into um, a low spot, especially for our generation, music is one of the biggest things that helps um, like bring people through that and kind of make them level headed. Do do those artists do it for you? If you get sad, then you can use metal to. Yeah, one hundred percent. Really? Absolutely. And does it get you like happy and excited, or does it get you fucking mad and pumped up? Like both, just kind of depending on what it is I'm listening to and like kind of the mood I'm in. What's interesting is that listening to sad music when you're sad does not help. It doesn't. It's scientifically proven that it just makes you sadder 
but act, but you don't want to listen to anything else when you are sad. That's all you want to listen to, even because if it you, is. Because you emotionally connect with the lyrics. Exactly. Like, if you're going through, like, a heartbreak or something, and all you're listening to is breakup songs, it's not going to make it any better. But no. it's all you want to listen to, because you is. feel like you need it, even though it's not helping. And there's such a weird connection, because a majority of those breakup songs... um the people singing them actually pour their heart into it. Like, you can tell when an artist is just singing something that they've memorized and then recorded, as opposed to, like, the people put their heart into these right. songs. Okay, so so to me, and I might get a lot of hate for this, but I don't really care, that's one of the biggest reasons why rock and metal are my favorite genres, because I I personally believe that it requires the most talent. Now, I'm not going to automatically write off everything else because that would be foolish obviously every genre of music requires a specific level of talent and passion and you know general creativity but in general if you kind of take a look down the list let's like look at like what's on the you know global top 50 right now probably it's going to be a majority pop songs right yeah it's gonna be pop like probably like ariana grande or post malone or stuff like that and that kind of music to me it doesn't it just doesn't take as much of an individual creative effort because most of those artists have ghostwriters mm-hmm. most of those artists have uh beat makers or like producers that, that make their beats for 100%, them yeah and then they have um producers that mix and master it for them and basically all you are is a vessel for your voice that's all you are you're being used for your voice and it's not even your voice because it's 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 run through a Majority computer of the times it's and it's modulated yeah. in some way whereas if you look at a lot of these uh metal or rock bands especially the ones with less mainstream exposure the ones that are working on their own some of them without even a record label they write their own music they perform all the like they do they write all the guitar riffs they write all the drum sections they perform them themselves and then a lot of the times they even mix and master it themselves produce it themselves and put it out into the world and that makes sense why um like it's harder to do but it's obviously not the winning formula because sure the top 50 i can't remember the last time that i saw a metal yeah, song it's in been the a, top 50 yeah probably i mean you all you've got mainstream really is like metallica and like lincoln park mm-hmm. that's about it Bro, i mean lincoln park what a throwback i fucking oh my love lincoln park man grew up on lincoln park heavy i, I just remember in the end yeah that was the, that's the hybrid theory is an is an incredible album but, but yeah, so that's kind of the way I look at it. It's like, not saying that other music genres are devoid of passion, but there is a discernible level of emotion and passion that's poured into when, when the final product is truly yours, you care more about it. And I think that that's reflected in some of the music that I listen to, even if it's not uh generally consumable by the mainstream population and for a way in a way that actually makes me like it even more because i feel like i'm part of a special kind of niche community yeah, that's not, not part of the mainstream yeah you know what i mean so i that's that's what i like about it i would have to say that i think personally the hardest genre i don't even know what it's actually called but like classical music anything that has um an orchestra and then also a band oh yeah like jazz that's, or like that's, classical. That's by far the hardest because of the actual talent it plays. I mean, sorry, the talent it takes to play 
each of the instruments and then coordinate them all together. Yeah. I think it's really definitely yeah. you definitely see that. And I like a lot of the times when metal bands will like in, include orchestral stuff in the background like you have like violins or like pianos and stuff even some saxophone like i think it really adds to the overall soundscape like i like it i like it a lot i used to be a big hip-hop head back in like high school i listened to a lot <laughs> i listened to a lot of like rap and hip-hop and stuff and then around my like beginning of my senior year I got back kind of, like, in touch with my roots, which is, like, I grew up on, like, 80s rock and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then from there, once you start becoming your own person, you seek out stuff that you like. And I started getting into progressively, like, heavier music and more intricate music, more modern music. Um, and that's what I've really been listening to for the last two years or so. Like, yeah, non pretty nonstop. My upbringing, it, I, it was just completely um, pretty diverse i mean i i was born into like a country loving kind of household uh that also loved a little bit of the oldies and then um when my mom remarried then it was all rap music that i was constantly listening yeah. to and then through just various friends i started getting into rock so i truly have a love for all of them they all have their own place but absolutely i yeah i no sorry go ahead it's just crazy how like I know myself so well that I can put on a specific genre and I know that I will um, obtain a certain feeling just by having that genre on. What, yeah, 100%. And I really the only genre of music that I like don't want to listen to is is like jazz and classical like you mentioned before and just kind of like some of the slow stuff like I'm sorry baby but indie you know oh, it's it's yeah, not my indie favorite rock is not my go -to. listen i, I res like i said i respect the talent of it and i like i said there's a lot of passion there but it's just not for me yeah um personally but like country music like dude i fucking i enjoy country music a lot and I feel like that's the most shit on genre. Well, because I, I, I very much so enjoy country music too, but it's just so repetitive. I don't think I've Bro, heard any what new... music genre isn't er, repetitive though? Like at, at some point. Yeah, I think that they all like run their course. Literally. But, but every new country song that I've heard is about, you know, one of the... You know, you're drinking beer, Kay. you're going hunting. And, <laughs> and when was the last original rap song that you heard? That what? Listen, there's a few select artists, right? Uh -huh. J. Cole. Um, Big Sean. Bro, like, One Man Can Change the World is a completely different rap song than, like, um, what's the one? Uh, Wasn't Me by Shaggy is completely different. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Bro, are you being serious? Yeah. Wasn't Me by Shaggy? It wasn't me. She even, bro. He talks about. Oh wait, maybe yeah, I do. Maybe he, I do. He talks about his girl walking in on him while he's cheating because he gave her an extra key. Oh, and so she yeah. just watched as he started pounding the fuck out of. <laughs> so yeah, so like, so like you said, like there's there are some, but like, uh, bro, if you put on Migos, yeah, every single song is about weed, pussy, money, women, well, drugs, pussy, but, all of it. Yeah, and that is what i would say constitutes 90 percent of it yeah a, a large so really of it. every genre has like a f root 
you know, foundation that are, that it's built upon. And then, you know, you get some creative stuff here and there, but yeah, I tend general to, formula. I tend to gravitate towards the creative people though. Like Same. I, I really do like big Sean, J Cole logic is another one. And they really do take their own style. Eminem, um, is a huge one. Yeah. And I found it quite surprising that he's actually renowned as the greatest rapper of all time. But we that's, spoke about this. That's just because of the actual amount of sales that he has created because his his audience is so wide. He has all of the traditional rap listeners and then he has uh, a lot of the white. So so would you so you disagree that Eminem is the greatest rapper of all time? No, I can't dispute it because sales-wise, I believe yes, he is definitely the greatest rapper. Okay, but of all like culture-wise, I like, don't think he really encompasses the culture in the way that I'm looking for when I go okay, to rap. Okay, so so f- disregarding sales, would you say that Eminem is a top three, I'd say top three, top three yeah, rapper of all time? For sure. So if he's not one, what is he, two, three? I'd give him three. Who's two? Who's one? J. Cole is two to me, and Big Sean is one. Big Sean's the greatest rapper of all time? I, I just You're going to get flamed. Emotionally? <laughs> I mean, he has songs, like, one of no. his newest songs, Wolves, he really tries to empower, and he talks about his growth throughout his life. Okay, but but not not for you, oh. for the world. But it's biased by my own personal perspective, so... Sure, but... Like, for the world? Well, then I'd have to go whatever the charts say. It's like fucking no, like, Drake bro, forget that. and Eminem. <laughs> like, I mean, like, bro, if you ask me, like, oh, who's the greatest quarterback, you know, I'm gonna... I love Russell Wilson, right? I'm gonna be like, oh, I love Russell Wilson, whatever, but... Obviously, I'm going to look at that non-biased and be like, okay, you know, it's either going to be Brady or, like, Peyton Manning or, you know, Joe Montana, whatever. But, like, if you look at it without your own personal and emotional biases, there is no way Big Sean can be considered a top three rapper of all time. Yeah. Even if he means that much to you. I wonder who it would be. I mean, Kendrick Lamar, I think he's renowned as one of the best. I think you could put Kendrick... You could put Drake? Lil Wayne, probably. Oh, little, yeah. You could probably, Tupac and Biggie, uh, definitely. You said top three. Now I'm just... Well, I'm now just... I'm kind of putting like a top ten in a way. Yeah. Like, I feel like those are in the rap community, like, maybe like Nas. Not Nas, yeah, but Nas. Nas. Or like uh, Even Nipsey f- Hussle. 50 Cent, Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle, though, became so much more popular after his death because yeah. the greatness that he did for his community was actually put out in Yo, the public t- media. Talk so. about that. Talk about like how in, in the music industry, the greatest thing you can do for your music is die. <laughs> That's pretty, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Isn't there, like you know, multiple songs about, is it the 27 Club that people don't make it to? Uh, 26? Yes, I don't 27. But just how many people have truly um, died before that age, and now we're going to be considered legends forever? Like right. X, Juice. I can't even think Lil of Peep. any because Little Peep died. Bro, yeah, Little Peep. Died. I never listened to Little Peep. Bro. I didn't listen to him can't either. Can't say that I care. But uh, but I'm just naming people that died. Uh, King Von just died. I don't even know who that is. Me either. neither. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bro, can we also talk about, I don't know if it applies to you as much, but music videos are one of the best I love music videos. I I can't get enough of them. Like, I I can't even tell you. It really makes the song when the actual content in the music video at least kind of relates to the lyrics. Absolutely. Or it has like a different emotional value. I can't even, there's one... um, I wish I could recall the name of it. I think it's literally called like Marry You or something by Thomas Rhett. But he actually took one of his fans and then they pretended to get backstage passes for the girl. And then he proposed while they were shooting this music video. That's awesome. But 
like that actual genuine emotion and story, I think it was amazing. I love music. Yeah, I love music videos. They're they're great. And the creativity of the editors. Yeah, some used, of these music videos are insane. Before I had like a smartphone, I used to like go on like the Vivo TV channel, like on the TV, <laughs> or like I guess like MTV or whatever station would like just cycle endless music videos, yeah. and I would just like watch music videos yeah i remember the mtv mtv music videos on just scrolling through tv it's a shame that mtv is all political now because it used to be so fire (laughs) Uh, what would you say in your opinion is the best decade for music or like time period so is this for me personally or as a whole because that's that's okay you can do both for for me personally i'd have to say oh it's either the I'm going to have to go with the 50s. I mean, the 50s? Something about it. Like, the tunes felt so original. And They're very so, wholesome. They, they are. And, like, the ideals between now and then are so drastically changed. But um, I really connect a lot. That one where it's like... They're all like that, though. It's adorable. Yeah, I just imagine people, like, dancing in the streets or whatever. And you feel like a very romantic vision of the past. Okay, okay, okay. Side question. Have you ever danced in the rain with someone? Uh, no. I can't this say that I have. Perfect Sounds time of nice year though. right now because you know, it's fucking freezing. Washington, but yeah. it doesn't even matter. Especially if you're slow dancing, holding each other close, you stay warm. But, bro, it is one of the. Have you seen the movie things. Singing in the Rain? Never. Shit is fire. Really? From the fifties or sixties? You gotta huh. watch it. Gotta watch it. Good movie. You know, I really... I got trapped this weekend into binge-watching a show on Netflix. I rarely ever watch shows. What what show? Um, The Queen's Gambit. I don't know if you've heard about it, um, but... Um, I saw it on... I didn't, I've never seen it, but, like, I saw the fucking... What's it called? The advertisement yeah, for one, it. One of the biggest draws She has, draws like, orange, orange hair or something. Yeah, she has, she's a redhead, but... Yeah. But I thought it was gonna be, like, more about chess. I'm really into chess, but nobody will... You know, play with I me. I play chess with you. Uh, sure. I, how many times? Three times? <laughs> Maybe like two or three five times. Five years. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then it actually was like her story about being an orphan and drug addiction. So Sounds it was it was really interesting. Um, but the chess was my favorite part. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. <laughs> chess is cool. I uh, if I had to pick a, a decade of music, without a doubt, I'm going with the '80s. For really? me, yeah, it was just an explosion. I mean, I did. I, g- I gave like a presentation about like the history of like rock and metal for like school a while back, and like, like you have like the birth of rock and roll in the fifties with like Elvis and stuff like that, and then you have like some innovation in the sixties, and then the seventies was mostly disco driven, but there was still uh-huh. some rock and stuff going on with like Black Sabbath and like Led Zeppelin, and then and then it just exploded onto the scene in the eighties. I mean, you had like bands like Van Halen and Scorpions and Def Leppard and Journey and Foreigner and Motley Crue and. Bon Jovi, Metallica, like on and on uh-huh. down the list. Like, wow, what an unbelievable lineup of just Ozzy Osbourne, just everybody like was all popping off at once. Like <laughs> I would have loved to have experienced that. Like I, I'm one of those people that like says that they were born in the wrong generation, except I for I'm not annoying about it that. on yeah. like Tumblr or whatever. <laughs> But I've never like, been on Tumblr either. Me I, neither. I've never been on Twitter still or Reddit. Twitter I don't, fucking oh. sucks. I hate Twitter. Mm. It's just like 
Yeah, dude, I really wanted to hear what you had to say about the fucking presidential debate. I give a shit. Like, <laughs> That's funny because one of the main people tweeting about it is the president. Yeah, but I mean... anyways, back to the music. <laughs> Quick side note, um, for some reason, when I was coming from 8th grade into my freshman year, I was so stupid that I decided to take voluntarily summer school classes in order to um, get credits out of the way. So I took a music appreciation class. Okay. And it was the shittiest experience <laughs> I've ever had. I gave up an entire summer to, like... Further, yeah, basically, for I mean, I got the credit, but yeah. w w there was no point. And I was there with all the f other people who actually deserved to be in summer school, and I was like, yeah. oh, no. Yeah. Bro, I, I love music. Like, I just have such a deep love and appreciation for it. Um, I don't play any instruments, though. Like, you don't play any instruments, do you? I used to. Until I moved to Washington, I was actually um, in orchestra for five or six years somehow i did not know this what Be instrument did you play i played the cello and then the string bass so holy shit yeah that's like a guitar bass or no like a, a string bass is like the one that's like eight feet oh tall. yeah yeah Damn. it's basically just a big cello that's wow that's sick yeah i, I, I wish i played an instrument but i don't have the time or the patience to commit to it and it's also just a it's just a lot of money and I know that if I like sank just get a flute hundreds of, <laughs> or thousands of dollars into getting like an amp and like a guitar or whatever, and then if I was like didn't have the like the drive to the do drive it to go through yeah. with it, I'd be like, fuck, yeah, that you sucks. Just fuck yourself over. Yeah, that. but I would really love to. I think at one point in my life, I'll try and pick it up. Maybe when I'm like an older man, hmm. when I have some free time, like if I retire early. Like, I would love to learn how to play guitar. It's something I might pick up later on For some reason, when I life. think of, like, playing guitar, I think of a single guy, you know, college years or, like, I don't yeah, know, mid-20s. Yeah, because that's usually what it is. Yeah, and then he's just trying to serenade random women with it. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> I wasn't going to say that much. I was going to say he's trying to post riffs on Instagram to try and get, like, famous. Well, that's that's very new, like, having the ability to post your content on any social media like right. that. To get any actual reward or fame or, eat, like, finances from yeah. it, it's, it's pretty Dude, insane. Dude, COVID has fucked over so many, like, musicians. Hmm. I, like, I was going to see Disturbed uh, in September on a on their big 20th anniversary of the Sickness Tour, and that shit got canceled. Obviously, they're doing fine for themselves because they're a multi-million dollar Grammy-winning, you know, band. But, like, a lot of these smaller bands that are like trying to make money off of touring and stuff they're absolutely fucked like so many bands have like had to like like split or like get real jobs or whatever or, like... <laughs> get real jobs <laughs> that's funny well it's just sad because like a lot of these bands really heavily rely on money from touring and without that they're just shit out of luck not not just music too though like stand-up comedians are the exact same way and i think the biggest hit you know from hollywood's perspective will be like uh, the actual movie sales because the movie theaters aren't aren't open, so they're not yeah. getting those initial you know box office. I, I, I heard that like Regal might be going bankrupt or something, but I can't. Confirm. I mean, think about how long they've been out of business, bro. It's it's been like eight months since we began yeah. this. That's that's insane. It's fucking so stupid. <laughs> I saw a funny thing that was like, <laughs> it said, if the first lockdown worked, why do we need another one? And then it said, 
if the first lockdown didn't work, why do we need another <laughs> one? <laughs> yeah. Coming from a blue state, man. Not getting into politics. Yeah, so. let's... Music, uh, music. <laughs> back to music. Back to... I mean, connecting politics and music. It's funny, like... Political music? No. Well, those two. Like, Bro, Mac not, Miller's I, FDT, fuck Donald I, Trump. But I can't say, honestly, what annoys me more. And it it's, it's low-key, I guess... It's hypocritical because, like, I'm all for, like, you know, rah, rah, sis, boom, bah, America, whatever. But, like, you know, people in America, like, what we cherish most is our ability to have our own opinion. Mm-hmm. But I think that when you are, like, a mega star and you use your, your fucking platform to influence people, like, I don't know if it's right. Like, people, all you hear is... I, well, I have this platform, so I feel inclined to use it. But I'm like, dude, I don't give a shit who you're voting for, Brad Pitt or fucking but a lot Beyonce. People, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, just shut up. Like, I don't care. A lot of people who are uneducated in the actual political parties do like it because they're like, oh, well, I like this celebrity. And that's trash. And it is, especially because the celebrities aren't any um, you're more... Gonna- base your opinion off of this like that's terrible it, it is because the that's what i was saying the celebrities don't have any more knowledge than you would anyway like a lot of it's just going off of people that they knew or grew up with like whatever their parents believed in is as a big part of it um but it it was really funny listening to post malone um I, oh what song is it it's one of the songs on the stony album but just in his um, rhyming, he goes, he talks about him hanging out with Joe Biden. And I thought it was so funny because he had no idea that he was going to become yeah, no idea. the presidential candidate whatsoever. But, but like, nobody faults him for that or anything. Nobody faults Post Malone for that? Yeah. I, I don't know that he's Republican, so I don't think he No, I'm just saying, like, nobody, I haven't heard anyone be like, oh, he likes Biden or whatever. Like, eh, it's just not a big deal. Yeah. Like, I he, he never encouraged that, anyone to vote for him. I also like, don't think that that song on the Stony album is <laughs> yeah, that widely not... listened to anymore, but. Yeah. It is crazy. Wasn't Stony 2016? Yeah, it was, actually. Oh I goodness. was bumping Post Malone like you would not believe in 2017, 2018. And Little Dicky. Yeah. I mean, when did Professional Rapper come out? 2015. I remember oh, you gosh. told me you were at lunch in like ninth grade. Mm-hmm. You were like, or like eighth grade almost. Eighth or ninth? It would have been, I moved up here ninth. So. Ninth. You were like, you got to listen to this album. It's so funny or whatever. And I was like, yeah, you know, whatever, like. I guess I'll get around to it, and I, I kind of didn't. And then you played for me pillow talking, and I was like, bro, this is the funniest shit I've ever heard. And, bro, to make it even better, years later, they made the pillow talking music, the music video, video fire. Fuego. It's like 10 minutes long. It's so good. They spent $700,000 on it just for it to get immediately demonetized. <laughs> but if you haven't seen that, bro, pillow talking yeah, by Google Little Dicky on YouTube. YouTube. That. It's, oh worth your, it's worth everything. We can sing, like, the whole thing. It's, like, ten minutes long. We you like, can. That's like, one that I never devoted my time to that. Oh, it's great. Bro, what are some of the songs that you can, you know, um, sing verbatim <laughs> the, the entire song? The first song that comes to mind is Wanted Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's, like, you know those things where it's, like, a kidnapper puts a gun to your head and says, name all the lyrics to a song or a <laughs> shoot. Like, that, for some reason, is always the first song that comes to mind that I can sing, like, every word to is... Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. It's weird because as soon as I started thinking about it, the only two that I can actually name are both Little Wayne songs. 
Really? Yeah, and I didn't even qualify him earlier, but it's Love Me by Lil Wayne, which everybody knows. Love Me? Is it that one? No, I'm on the good cushion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody knows. And then Mirror by Lil Wayne, which is him and Bruno Mars. Yeah. But I think I can do most of the motto. Really? Yeah. Wow. By Drake. And I might be able to do Wasn't Me by Shaggy. I really fuck with that song. <laughs> <laughs> I can do most of Professional Rapper. Jesus. Which is a tough one. Bro, okay. Wasn't Me by Shaggy, though. So that's all about cheating. How do you feel about cheating? Why would he feel anything except for bad about cheating? I don't know. Why do you think people do it? What do you think is the main reason? I think it's so shitty. But do you think that it's because of their own insecurity, or do you think, like, whose who's fault do you think it is for cheating? The person committing the act, or the partner for not um, oh, fulfilling their needs? Dude, fuck that shit. If you're, you cannot put that on the partner at all. Uh, wait a minute. What if, okay, this Unless is the partner is an abusive dickhead. Uh, what if, what if you are the cheater, right? And you okay. have been expressing to your partner for over six months like you're not fulfilling my needs. I need doesn't justify. What it. do you, you do? You break up break with up. them. You break Thank up with you. them, bro. Why stay in an unhealthy what, yeah, relationship? Yeah, what the fuck is like, dude? It, I would rather a girl come up to me and say, "I'm going to break up with you. We're breaking up so I can go fuck this guy." And I'd be like, "Well, shit, I'm hurt." But at least you didn't, you didn't cheat, cheat on me. Yeah. Like, I guess I appreciate that. So thank you, you know. But if she came up to me and was like, I've went and fucked this other guy. Now we're breaking up. I'd be like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> well, she had to test run the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I had to see if it was good first. <laughs> I think that is one of the main things that like every human being basically can agree um, morally that it's wrong. I can't, yeah. I can't imagine many other things like that. Like even some people. Uh, more people than we'd like to admit don't believe that killing others is wrong, but they believe that cheating is. Yeah. Cheating is just... Oh, God. I hope it never happens to me. It's just... Such a shitty thing. Like, I would never. Like, literally, I would never. There's no part of me that will ever, would ever, wants to ever. Like, just none. But I was curious, who do you think cheats more, boys or girls? Oh, that's a, t- I that's think, a tough one. So I, that's really hard because I think men's sex drive is way up compared, like relative to most women. Bro, not um, even. Men just express it more. No, girls are horny as fuck. A girls are horny as fuck at our age, but once they start to mellow out, the man's sex drive doesn't mellow out the same way that the females does, especially after they start going through menopause and stuff. Um. So, but. Also, if these guys aren't meeting these females' needs, then they're just going to go get it from somewhere else. So, I, I do think that it... Bro, wait, say that again. If the guys aren't meeting the females' needs, they'll go get dick from another guy okay, to meet their that's needs. that's all. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay, good. Because it's so strange that for most people, it's harder to actually be truthful and upfront and honest with your partner about the lack of them um, fulfilling your needs than it is to go and sneak behind their back and just for pleasure that you're going to feel guilty about immediately. Yeah. I always advocate for like an honesty policy. Like if there's something I'm not doing and that you wish I was doing or vice versa, if there's something I'm doing that you wish I wasn't doing, like just, just tell me. And like, like, how's it going to benefit us if you're just 
not telling me and I think I'm doing a great job or whatever, or vice versa. Like, tell, besides, your, tell your partner. Besides initial deal breakers, I don't think that any problem starts out um, huge. I think it all starts out small, but then if it's neglected... It snowballs. And if it's not... Yeah, exactly. If it's not talked about, then it just snowballs, like you said, but... Yeah. And then you take one big action and it looks like that's the first thing, even though there have been multiple steps leading Bro, up to it. Bro, talking about, like, relationships and shit, music... Huh? Oh my god. Ties into relationships so much. You I, Is there any music that is just ruined for you because it's too attached to previous yeah, relationships? A few songs that yeah. come directly to yeah. mind pretty quickly. How about that, yo? Like I saw a thing on Instagram that was like, "Hey girl, want to meet up and like listen to some songs together and develop emotional attachments to them so that one day if we ever break up, like we'll never be able to listen to them again." I was like, yeah. "Damn, that's sad as fuck." But I don't think that's just with uh, relationships, too. I do think that that is um, something that ties people together pretty quickly. Sure. But I also have a very vivid memory. So I'll set the scene for you, okay? Oh. I'm 16. Um, I think I was driving... Oh, I'm 15, I guess. Driving on my permit with my mom. Uh -huh. um, so I'm driving her truck or whatever, and we're going through a stoplight, and we're just singing along to Chill Bill by Rob Stone, right? <laughs> yeah. This dumb bitch, 16, on her way to get her license, merges, uh, uh, sorry, um, switches into my lane in the middle of the intersection. So, first of all, that's illegal. You can't do that in the middle right. of the intersection. And she sideswiped us. And so I couldn't listen to Chill Bill for like the next two years. Because every time that I did, it was like that trauma association. Yeah, that's really, like, that's really interesting. I, I don't know if I have any like, songs that are uh like tied to like something like that uh -huh. but definitely like like old relationship type songs yeah. it's like well fuck i don't want to listen to this anymore and it's weird that it almost ruins it indefinitely like kind of like it takes a while to get over it i don't know that, do. i don't know that everybody does because a, a weird like family um example is we were listening to music, uh, me and my parents yesterday, and my mom put a song on and then had to immediately skip it because she was like, oh, that was my first wedding song. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> from her first marriage. Yeah. That's crazy. And that was, I don't know. 20 years 20 ago? years ago? Yeah. yeah. That's, wow. That's insane. Yeah, man. Music and, like, smell are, like, both powerful tied. Yeah. They, like, they, they attach themselves to things. To memories, specifically. Yeah. It's and it's weird that me what music can do to you as a person. Like, like I said, like, I was already, like, the girl that I dated before my current girlfriend, I was already getting into, like, heavier types of metal music while we were dating but when we broke up like i went full into the deep end like crazy heavy shit like aggressive violent like just crazy like and for Which at is, the time it's so weird that that was your breakup music is like fuck some shit up instead of be sad it was kind of yeah well th there were definitely some sad ones yeah. in there for sure but a lot of it was just like screaming because i wanted to like harness I guess what was rage or whatever. But like at the time I only saw it as an outlet for negativity. And then as I healed from, you know, the breakup and life went back to being good again, 
you know, I continued, I actually brought that music with me. It yeah. didn't, it didn't change. Like, and I, I used, I started to see the music in a different light instead of seeing it for how it helped me feel angry or how it helped me. I saw how it actually helped me feel happy. And I started recognizing the talent behind it. And I started recognizing the passion behind it. And that even though it might sound angry on the outside, there's a whole lot more going into it. And now I just, I, I love it. Like metal and stuff. It's like the angry white people music. The makes angry you happy. white people music <laughs> makes me happy. That's exactly uh, right. So this is, so it like evolved over time, which was just an interesting thing. Uh, this is, you know, dramatically switching topics, but you were, you were, um, talking about like the breakup and the rage that you felt and then how the music eventually helped you get over that. Um, but obviously you haven't completely gotten over a breakup if you still can't listen to those songs. So what do you think is the way to, well, I think I, I would be able to listen to them now and be fine, but it's, it would be impossible to not have the memory but yeah. i would just be able to deal with the memory it yeah. wouldn't be like oh i have to turn this song off you know yeah. it would bring up the memory and i'd be like oh okay that's the memory and but i'd, I'd be okay so, so what do you think is the healthy way to actually um you know deal with whatever you're going through whatever you need to express to that person so that you can get over it how what did you do because it it took you longer to get over it than the actual relationship lasted three times longer yeah which is quite a long time yeah i don't know i can't i can't put a timetable or a or like a qualitative um set of like procedural steps i I just can't like i don't know it's different for everybody like grief is different for everybody um recovery is different for everybody uh it's it's just the old cliche time will help you know time yeah time time, time, heals all but yeah um Another random question. I don't even know where it came from, but it just popped in my sure. head. Yeah, hit me. Um, at what point? How do I, how do I phrase this? Once you love somebody in any way, shape, or form, do you think you can ever not love them? Like whether it's a romantic sense. Like, at at what point have you loved somebody long enough that you will love them forever? Um. Because if it was a buddy in second grade, I think and at you're zero like, point. Really? Yeah. You think that you can go from? You don't have any love in your heart from somebody that you used to love? Like no, there's well, an example of well, that in your personal? Well, I think that whoever you love, and you can love multiple people, you know. Obviously, yeah, you have right. your family, your friends, But, like, even, like, partner. romantically, you can love multiple people, I feel like. I don't believe that it's just, like, you find one person and this is the only person you'll ever love for your whole life. Like, I believe you can love multiple people. Mm-hmm. But, like... I believe that each one of those people plants a little flag, I guess you could metaphorically say, in your heart that you will carry with you through the other people unless, which, and like I said, that can be removed. Like, you could be so thoroughly infatuated with somebody, so thoroughly, completely, head over heels in love, but that can come crashing down in, in a single act. If, really? if that, you, you if that, that person that I loved, like I said, cheated on me, it's all gone. It really? Evaporated. I gone. Think, well, I don't, I don't actually think that's true because if somebody cheats on you, the reason it hurts is because you love them still. Yeah, but that love that I felt is now gone. Really? Yes. I don't think that it ever well, leaves. Well, I guess I can't say that 
you know, because uh, that's never happened to me. Yeah, I, but yeah. I imagine that if that were if I were ever presented with that scenario, it's like, nah, fuck you. That's it. You know. Yeah, you're going to be initially upset with them, but I'm you. You think but that I all think the it, love in your heart for them immediately disappears? It would hurt like hell you know you'd be like oh my god i'm not good enough i'm not whatever what is wrong with me why did they feel the need to cheat on me but that like i feel like it would be easier to get over the person it wouldn't be easier to get over the situation but to get over a specific person it'd be way easier to get over them if they cheated on you than if i you, agree than if the relationship yeah. just naturally ended because you'd agree. be like fuck you know i could have made it work or i could have done something yeah. different now it's like oh you cheat on me nah fuck you man like it's done hmm. i think that for me personally any friendships or romantic relationships or any of those kind of things um once i love somebody i can't say that i don't still have love for them now no matter somehow if, yeah. if in, i've in done some shape or form so you do still love them? Maybe. But like I said, unless there's a tragic... I like, think unless there's I've like been, a that's serious what I'm saying. thing. Even if I've done wrong to somebody or they've done wrong to me, I can't think of an example thus far in my life in which I don't love someone. Huh. After I've initially loved them, I still love... And I've been treated shit shitty, but uh, I guess that's how you know how to appreciate the good ones. Gotta go through the bad times. Yeah. And what better way to go through the bad times than have music right by your side? I love music, man. Oh. I can't get, I couldn't, I can't go through one day without my headphones. Which is so weird um, because I think we're, maybe the millennials, but possibly us are the first generation that it, it's widely accepted that music is part of an everyday occurrence that you can have it accessible at any time bro my and day is ruined if i forget my earbuds like if i'm going to the gym or if i'm going to school or something ruined which, i'm like fuck god damn it i don't yeah. have my music like oh it's the but. worst i can't even i'm so pathetic that like if i need to go like out of my room to like unload the dishes or something i don't want to do it unless i have my headphones on huh it's yeah it's crazy mm. i also listen to a lot of podcasts yeah i must say like Which... so i've got my headphones on at all times pretty much just what i'm listening to depends mm. well my... that just i think that really is a good way to wrap it up music is a huge part of our lives and it always has been and it always will be and i think that if anything it's just going to gain more traction we hope our podcast is also a huge part of your life take a listen guys <laughs> share it with a friend we really appreciate the love and support um really thank you guys if you made it this far congratulations signing off till next tuesday until next week adios amigos